Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. everybody you have the same uh like like hello so i'm, I'm sorry should i, I change just, it up yeah God, what are you guys i say hey bored? sometimes i say hi sometimes hey everyone i'm just a creature of habit welcome back to another episode of boost and confused i am carol ann i'm matt and uh yep yeah, i already saw this is boost and confused so thanks for joining us again this week what you, are you still doing here go yeah. find something better to do yeah like listen to like glass breaking go listen to npr or something 10 hours of (laughs) asmr 10 hours of aaron mankey um you've got a me episode today um but you know what this is our 68th episode and i keep forgetting to say this uh every episode that we've had over the last few weeks but we're like at now well over four thousand downloads so thank you guys oh my god that's gosh. actually shocking my mom must be just playing Refreshing these on everything. non-stop repeats yeah um yeah so y'all are so neat and we appreciate you so thank you very much for joining us every week um before we get into today's topic ooh, is this the housekeeping yeah this is the housekeeping that could be pre-recorded because it's the same every week except it's not so um the first one we're on all your favorite social media platforms we're on facebook instagram twitter and i was gonna say linkedin we're on youtube we're not on linkedin and uh if you want to DM us, if you want to talk to us, you can send us messages there. Uh, you could write us really snarky comments on YouTube and we'll laugh about them for way too long until the joke is dead. And uh, if social media is not really your thing, you can send us an email at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. And um, what else? If what you, do you... If, what? What? If you... <laughs> you like the pod and you want to support us the best way that you can do that is by um one just listening every week or just telling your friends about us uh or if you listen to us every week and it's truly embarrassing and you don't want to tell your friends about us that's okay i don't tell my friends about us either uh so what you can do is just subscribe or um Follow wherever you get your podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, you could leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on, if they allow that thing. I know Spotify is a little bit weird. Um, and the neat thing is if you leave us a review uh, and you take a screenshot and you send it to us. What are we going to do? We'll send you <laughs> some booze and confused stickers for really? free in the mail. Yep. You're, oh you're darn right we will what that's yep. what a deal i know low key, i know loki i followed us on spotify oh you did yeah okay so uh it's low risk high reward low risk yep. low reward <laughs> don't, low risk don't pretty much no brand. reward um anyways all right 
What are you drinking? Same thing as you. Yep. Let's so crack this. Is, this. I've been waiting for this one. Um, so we're big soccer fans or uh, football fans for those. As they say the across the pond. Our soccer club did a collaboration with Revolution Brewing, which we drink pretty often on the pod. And uh, this is called Hazy Pitch. It's a hazy pale ale. It's 5% and it's a big boy. I hope the beer tastes better than how the team plays. <laughs> no promises. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, this is the first time we're drinking it. It's um, refreshing and tropical with a striking finish. I'd give it a golden boot. It's not bad. It's a little fresh. It's oh, a little... that is interesting. That's actually kind of refreshing. I enjoy that. Oh, it uses pure Lake Michigan water. Yeah, we're on that good Lake Michigan water. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is okay. This is a solid, like, 12th place finish. <laughs> Doesn't deserve the wooden spoon, though. Tastes I like... I would buy this again. Tastes like um, ambition. It does. It tastes and a like ambition. A third rebrand. Just kidding. All right, well. Thanks, Revolution. Yeah. Thanks, Fire. Uh, this you, is not at all sponsored in any way unless you want to sponsor us unless you want to sponsor we, we us. go to like almost all of your games except we brought in the executive producer and we couldn't go to shit yeah, she's pretty anti-social but we're we're gonna make it there maybe next season so uh without further ado we should probably get into today's episode save our seats fire save our yeah. seats <laughs> So for anyone who has tried to get a COVID test since like, I don't know, December, uh, you know, they're impossible to find right now. Ooh, actually, I just got one. It was you, great. You actually, I got one. two. Yeah. Yeah. You took the you took the new kind, though, where uh, instead of, oh, I was going to say instead of the nose swab, it's a rectal swab. Oh, I, I was going the whole like I'm pregnant joke. Oh, I was. You went for a poop. I did. In the butt. No, it was uh, yeah. one fast, rapid, and then the other one was like the... The PCR. The ABC one, yeah. Yep, yep. So whether you're doing like at-home tests or rapid tests done by a professional or even like a drive through PCR at a Walgreens, it feels impossible to get anything. And I say that as somebody who every time I would be in the store and I would see those Binax Now tests, I'd always buy one or two just to have on hand oh. even after <sighs> we had covid in like august i was still buying them because i i just wanted to be sure be, because you wanted to sell them for 10 no, times the price no i okay i've actually given away a lot of my covid tests to people who like couldn't find them so. i was i was gonna say you were stockpiling them so if you like stub your toe you'd swab your nose no stub your toes swap your nose no cdc okay. says swap your nose no <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Um, so some of this was seemingly uh, alleviated with a ton of pop-up test sites that were being opened up across the country. And, you know, they were helping with like the huge demand um, around and after the holidays, especially right now with Omicron spreading so rapidly across the states. Um, and the sites don't always look legit sometimes they open up in like warehouses empty storefronts uh the run out of like vans in a parking lot so they're basically the spirit halloween of covid testing Ooh, i like that analogy i Thank actually you. when we were driving to whatever town we were driving to uh and we drove you know i don't know what road it was i just know where i was going um 
there was like this really sketchy truck parked that said COVID tests here. Yeah, that was like by the gas station. Right. But then yeah. there was also that actual COVID testing spot. Across the street. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know, people get results back pretty quickly, though. So, like, no harm, no foul, right? And it turns out that's not really the case. So, it started with stories of people just never getting their test results back. Like, days, a week, over a week would go by and they just wouldn't get results at all. To be fair, summer, what what was it? Summer 2020 for me. Um, I once waited over two weeks for a PCR test result to come back from CVS. And um, that was pretty terrible. Uh, so it's not unthinkable that the labs handling these results were in such high demand that they couldn't turn the test back, uh, you know, quick enough in a short enough time frame. So that's when the weird shit really started to happen. Uh, some people reported they'd go to a site for a simple rapid test, they'd give their ID and insurance, they'd get swabbed, and then they'd have a negative result in a couple of minutes. Or for anyone who's done any kind of test, you know how sketchy that is. The typical turnaround time for like rapid tests is about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the brand. So if you're getting a negative result within two minutes, uh, they didn't wait long enough. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> and you can take that PCR result to the bank, though. Yeah. Get back to work. Yeah. Wazowski. <laughs> so, Five days. <laughs> so depending on where you go, testing should be free for like simple PCRs. Some cases, even the rapids are free. Um, I, I would say it's more common for the PCRs, though, to be free. Uh, so if you have insurance, they'll bill it, but you shouldn't be really paying anything for these tests um i'd say maybe in some cases like if you're at the airport and you have to do a test there then you would pay for it uh that's not sketchy it's just a scam <laughs> so people reported showing up for these tests and being charged anywhere from like 60 dollars to 150 dollars. and if you're using this test for travel it's a lot of fucking money for something that you don't even know if it's legit or maybe that's what you want maybe you're feeling a little under the weather, <laughs> but you still got to get to Cancun for a week. So you just go to one of these sites uh, and you just get a negative test result, even though you could be positive. Let me just get a negative result so I can go to, I don't know, the Six Flags Great America and just get blasted with the COVID. That's you know where what? you're going to go Six Flags. Who cares? I, I might go to like Disney World or something. Yeah, that's a better choice. Where I know I'm going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, every time we go out now, I'm just like preparing to get COVID. Don't even care anymore. Again. Don't even care anymore. Honestly. So, okay. So what the hell is happening? What is happening? Fake COVID testing sites everywhere. 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 Some of it I would say is maybe just uh poor management on those maybe you know maybe legit sites but there are fake covid testing sites popping up all over the country um in chicago where we are we just had a ton of fake testing sites shut down because they there were so many complaints that were flooding out about like lack of test results improper test results being charged um and it's not just us it's again all over the country um one of the more widespread popular sites in the state is called center for covid control <laughs> it's illinois based but it, i think it's part of like a nationwide chain 
the old CFCC. Yeah. Well, they just call themselves CCC. Um, so it sounds like weirdly official, right? It's like the CDC, but it's not. It's like you misclicked on the keyboard <laughs> or yeah. the computer auto-corrected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they had over 300 locations, and I can't look at it anymore um, because on the site, you go to the location section, uh, and it now requires a password so you can see where this is going. Um, so about the CCC from their site. <laughs> Center for COVID Control is a distinctive organization applying the highest level of service in the fight against SARS-CoV-2 by offering varying forms of testing. We are partnered with a CDC-approved and licensed laboratory, which is registered with the uh, Clinical Laboratory Improvement Amendments, CLIA. Safeguarding the health of everyone during these times is of utmost importance. We are on a mission to help stop the spread of the virus, giving people the comfort that they need to be around one another by getting tested regularly. By taking all the necessary precautions together, we can bring an end to this virus. That sounds like some early 2020 BS. Yeah, it does. Uh so I also want to note, to give you an idea of how poorly put together uh, this entire thing is. How many typos? <laughs> Not the typos, but you know how company websites will have links to their social media somewhere on the site. So no. it's like the little Facebook icon that links to their Facebook and the little Twitter icon and Instagram icons. This site has two Twitter icons, Ooh. one that links to Wix, which I'm assuming is their website host, <laughs> and the other one that links to their actual Twitter account. Uh, not a lot of quality assurance happening How many there. followers do they have? Uh, you know, to be honest, I didn't even look at the legitimate Twitter. How so, many are Eastern European and have had accounts for like yeah, the last three, three months? Yeah. <laughs> um, the about me is sketchy enough, and it kind of sounds like it was written by AI, if Ooh. I'm going to be honest. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the details of the Center for COVID Control. So it's a management company to Doctors Clinical Laboratory, and it provides tests and testing supplies and software and PPE and all this other shit. Big PPE. Um, <laughs> and some of the sites are owned independently, but operate in partnerships with the chain uh, under its name and with its guidance. Guidance should probably be in loose quotes here is my guess Some brackets um so doctor's clinical lab is the lab that processes a lot of the chain's tests and sends the results to patients the business and the lab are run by um syaj and syed god what? i'm sorry it's two last names that i'm probably butchering and you know what after this story you're gonna say fuck them they maybe don't deserve to have their last names pronounced correctly. Um, so they are a suburban Chicago couple, and they are like the founders of the CCC. Um, their credibility and their experience comes from what they did before opening up all this COVID testing. Uh, do you have any guesses as to what they were before this? Um, what they were before this. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry to put you on the spot. Oh man, uh, were they launderers? They were not launderers. Did they run a a laundry business? No. Did they? Uh, what uh, what industry was it in? Entertainment. 
not the not the adult uh, kind <laughs> oh okay um although i did, will say it's 18 and up did they run one of those weird clubs where it's like you get you could be 16 no but you get no. a big x on your hand uh-uh. um how about like party buses no with like a really questionable pole in the middle and nope. like leds everywhere no nope. well i'm out of guesses uh they ran axe throwing lounges yo <laughs> So really want to go to one of those. Can't wait until we go back to the Renaissance uh, Fair and oh, me and all the boys um, throw axes. Uh, like legit every year. The same guy runs the game and he knows us. I know he knows you. So uh, Syed, uh, which is Syed, which is one of the people Can from you- S.Y.E.D. Syed. Syed. So, yeah, that's how I would say it. Also created wedding videos before this great business very lucrative very lucrative so doctor's clinical lab is technically registered under another person's name in the state records but um federal documents uh and like business partners and former employees all said that this couple run the lab and the ccc okay so on LinkedIn, um, Syaj, S-I-Y-A-J, Syaj? S-A-S-A-S-I-Y-A-J. Syaj? Sure. Um, for the amount of news Sayage. articles that I read, I just didn't watch any of the videos to see how they pronounce their name. So I apologize in advance. I'm not to usually, them, though. Not to them. I'm usually a little bit more prepared. Tickle my this. brain and uh, tell me if I got COVID <laughs> or not. Who asked you? So she lists herself as the CEO of the CCC on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm the CEO of the CCC. Um, and then Syed refers to himself as the founding father of the business on his oh Facebook. Uh, until recently, he made a lot of social media updates uh, founding over fa- the last couple of Founding weeks. father of a company sounds like someone who wrote it in a different language and it was poorly translated. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I am the founding father of the company yeah oh so he um at one point was posting videos on facebook trying to recruit people to the business and in one of them he records himself speaking to an employee and asking the man to say what he makes and the man said he had been with the company for four months and makes 1.4 million dollars come on what come on that's not even something i would believe you know, say like, oh, I make a livable wage, but like it's like dubbed really poorly with like the mouth saying like minimum wage. Yeah. I make a livable wage. So Syed um, took the videos and the title down after obviously started being hounded by reporters. Um, also made references to the business on his TikTok, saying that he had been able to buy multiple luxury sports cars because of his work with the COVID testing. Um, he wrote that he owns like dozens of sites in a lab. And in a post where he's shown bidding $400,000 for a Lamborghini at a car auction, someone asked him what he does for a living. Loki. I'm sure if he was actually bidding that kind of money on a Lamborghini, I'm sure he knew he'd be outbid. So he felt confident in doing it. How much do you make? How much do I make? How much do you make? In what? How much do you make? In what? 
in in making money. At least three dollars. Ask me how much I make. How much do you make? One point four million dollars. <laughs> you know what I do? What? COVID testing. I test you for COVID, <laughs> but I have a new method. What is it? It's rectal. I put my mouth on your nose holes and I suck really hard. <laughs> yeah, that's and then I actually vile. I like launch it through my nose and it comes out and i can put it in like tea leaves this actually sounds like reverse covid testing where instead of getting tested for covid you're actually providing everybody covid i zuck the covid out of you okay so someone asks syed what he does for a living uh after he's bidding for this lamborghini at a car auction and he says quote my axe throwing lounges were four shut uh, by the government due to COVID. Uh, so I opened up a COVID testing site, then bought the lab, van. and now I have... Yeah, he used the wrong van. Uh, then bought the lab, and now I have 65 sites. That was back in August. That was like mid-August 2021. Uh, so in a later August video, um, he talks about buying a Countac. A what? Count Countac. See, I don't know shit about cars. Uh, it's a different kind of luxury sports car. And someone comments, oh, oil money, question <laughs> mark, which is funny because I just think of Newcastle. Uh, and so Syed replies, oh, not sure what that even means. Uh, but no, COVID money. COVID money. Yeah. Okay. I don't great. want low key. I don't want a sports car. I want like a pickup truck. Stop it. I Every wanna... time you look at a fucking Ford F-150, you're like, I want that. Well, no. I, I always hate the driver if they drive a little bit faster than I do. And then, yeah, low-key, I want one. And then I want to put balls on the back of it. You would never park that in our driveway. Not... Or anywhere near our house, actually. Nope. So <laughs> in another post, someone asks Syed how he could afford all these cars. And he said, oh, COVID testing, rapid and PCR, both. Tell your friends, do they want job? <laughs> so the complaints about the CCC are long. And I just want to reiterate, this is just one company that has, you know, a bunch of different sites across the country. This is just one company doing it. There are probably hundreds of people like this setting up these like dodgy middle of the night testing sites um how desperate must you be to go to one of those places really desperate even if i knew i had the dang thing i i wouldn't go to a a truck i mean you gotta think about it from this perspective though a lot of people who maybe are sick and are not allowed to come back to work until they have a negative test but they can't get a negative test or they can't even get a test yeah from, no 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 you know, i uh, i know there's my privilege talking <laughs> why don't you just make talking- more money you <laughs> wait you mean you don't have a job well why don't you just go get a job i did a job and i made one thousand dollars a year and i bought a mansion and now i have an oil company <laughs> Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's what I did, and my daddy gave me $1 million. Also, stop eating avocado toast. That's your downfall. And it, nope, not go, <laughs> oh, nope, I caught myself there. I stopped. I stopped myself. 
I mean, the other thing is too, like I come from a place where I just fucking work from home. So I'm very privileged in that sense. And even if I was sick, uh, you know, I have sick days. A lot of people in the U S don't have sick days, which is another problem with this country. And it's a conversation for another day. Next episode, episode 69, the way the the country fucks you. That was going to be my joke, too. Oh, oh so see, I laughed at your joke that came through my mouth. You know, fuck you. <laughs> God, okay. All right, so getting back to the CCC, the complaints about this company are long. It's a very long list. Um, people don't get results. People get results way too late. I mean, honestly, for my case, CVS 2020, I had already been out of like quarantine isolation for probably half a week by the time I got my results. Um, and some of the sites are independent. The CCC owners say like, oh, we're going to get serious about like shaping these sites up so that they perform better under our company name. Um, a lot of this information, by the way, is coming from an article written by Block Club Chicago, which is a like local uh, journalist outlet. What the hell do you call that? newspaper <laughs> what is it print no it's just digital oh carry on yeah anyway so it's block say. club chicago they're a great source um so if you're chicago based which i think a decent amount of us are uh definitely go i don't know subscribe to them because local journalism is important that's my soapbox So I have some examples from this Block Club Chicago article that I want to call out. All right. So the first uh, story is going to come from Robert McNeese, uh, (laughs) (laughs) who lives in Rogers Park. It kind of sounds like he was being interviewed and they're like, oh, what's your name? And he's like, shit, I got to come up with a really fake last name. John McElbow. (laughs) Sorry, Robert, if you're listening to this. Uh, So he lives in Rogers Park, and he stopped by a Center for COVID Control site with his family December 22nd. Facility was super crowded. It was chaotic. Family wasn't even given instructions for doing the tests, which is another common complaint people have. Every time that I have done a COVID test, like through a professional, not at home, um, they watch you meticulously to make sure you're doing it correctly because... It probably comes back to them if there's, like, invalid results or invalid tests. That's my guess. I don't know. That's how you lose your funding. Yeah. So, uh, family wasn't given instructions. And they said, you know what? We're not even going to take the tests or turn them in. But five hours later, every member of the family was emailed a negative result from the company. But it was just like, you not COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So didn't even do the test, didn't even uh, turn them in, still got negative test results. Great. Thanks so much. Uh, This next next one comes from Kristen Wiley of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, She said that she and her partner tested five times over a two-week period at one of the chain sites in her area. Her partner tested positive through a rapid test at the site on December 20th, but they both got negatives when they tested at the site in the days after that. They then got a PCR test at an unrelated pharmacy and both came back positive. That is sketchy. Okay, next one. Trevin Cox of Logan. Stop it. That's a legit last name. It's C-O-X. 
of Logan Square stopped by a Center for COVID Control test site December 23rd after being exposed. The site's rapid test gave him a negative result, as did a rapid and PCR to pop up under another chain. But Cox lost his sense of smell, had a fever, and had other symptoms, and an at-home test came back positive. I will say that one could just be a case of he tested too early. That's... I, I know a lot of people who have tested way too early and um, ended up actually having COVID, but they their negative was like two or three days before the positive actually came through, even though they were symptomatic. That actually reminds me of a story when I was, I was in the garage and I dropped the bucket of bolts. And then because I dropped the bolts, I went and took a test. And it came back in negative what also. What the fuck are you talking about? I, dropping things is a symptom of COVID-19. Shut the When you fuck drop up. things. I'm going to drop kick your face. All Stub right. your toe. Swap your, <laughs> <laughs> swap your nose. God. All right. This episode is chaotic. This could have been a 20-minute episode, yet here we are. All right. So towards the beginning of January, the chain was doing like 10,000 tests a day. Um, and the majority of the company's money was coming from PCR tests. And that's according to Syed, the f- f- founding daddy. The f- foundy daddy. <laughs> founding zaddy. The brain tickle daddy. <laughs> so he does this video, right? And um, he posted this January 6th. It is, for the record, January 16th uh, as we record this. So uh, the company was doing about 90,000 tests per day according to him. So then he says, what company can keep up with almost 100,000 tests a day? Uh, So he says, because of that, they're not going to offer PCR tests anymore because they just can't keep up with the demand. I would actually respect that if that were the case. And that's not the case. So people who spoke to Block Club said that they went to the sites in recent weeks and had swabs taken thinking and like being told that they were getting PCR tests even though PCR tests were not being offered anymore. So uh, one of the reporters from Block Club even went to one of the chain sites in Wicker Park, which is a Chicago neighborhood, uh, on like this past Sunday, requested a PCR and requested a rapid test. And about two hours later, um, she gets results back for two rapid tests, right? And the next day, they also send her a PCR result. How does that work? You take two tests, you get three results back. Okay. That sounds like it's just really effective testing. Yeah. So here's uh, another really creepy concern. People who were emailed a negative test result were provided with a PDF that contained a QR code. (laughs) Scanning the QR code took the viewer to a doctor's clinical lab website that tells anyone who looks at it that they are negative. Even people who never tested at a CCC site. (laughs) You are negative. Be more positive. Oh, my God. So the website wasn't even coded in a way where, like, if you had a different result, like, it would actually change. It wasn't customized to show the results to individual patients. It was just just a straight up, like, no, negative. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Matt is currently holding up um, Apollo uh who's a very long boy (laughs) he's so long (laughs) so long it's fine this is not at all distracting the option is we either pause recording and we 
tell him that he's a very bad man or I just hold him until he ah there he goes all right uh, the website also contains a QR code that if you scan it would take <laughs> the viewer to a Google search of the word negative. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, what? wait. Not only that, uh, those are the funny parts. These are the not so funny parts. Um, these are the parts where you like really have to question who the hell is doing these tests. So inspectors found that uh, doctor's clinical lab could not process or store PCR test samples appropriately, which is a big problem. There is like a very specific way that these tests have to be stored in order to stay valid until it makes its way to the lab to be run. And then you get your results, right? Um, And so over an 11 day period in November, the lab received 84,000 PCR test samples. And over that time, it processed and reported only 43,000 test results. They were all negative. Everyone's doing fine. <laughs> Everyone How else are you? Negative. Uh, the lab didn't have enough personnel to like accurately perform the PCR tests uh, within 72 hours of them being collected, which is also a problem. Um, and it didn't have the freezers that it needed to store them, which meant that like 42-ish thousand patient test samples uh, were not actually tested. How many test samples do you think would fit in our fridge, freezer, sorry, freezer in the basement? Um, I don't know. Maybe about a couple hundred. How many would have gone bad if we kept the freezer in the garage? All of them. This is the worst math class I've ever taken in my life. Thank you. So the lab also did not do any quality control test runs on this machine that they used to analyze the PCR tests. Uh, In 25 days of patient testing that were reviewed by inspectors, according to this report that uh, comes out. And training documentation for three of the 11 testing personnel found that they hadn't received documented training for using the machine prior to doing any testing. Uh, workers at testing sites also failed to follow proper guidelines for performing a variety of rapid tests by trying to, to uh, get test results before enough time had passed. So like I was saying, people were giving, being given negative test results like two minutes after they swapped their noses. This is like that time when I really wanted to be negative and I, I <laughs> took the test and I was like, oh, is it negative or no, it was positive? I was like, hold on, it might turn negative. If you somehow have made it to this point of never taking an at-home test. They basically look like pregnancy tests. There's a control line. And then uh, if you're positive, a second line shows up. And the second line will only show up if it's positive. And you're supposed to give, depending on the test, uh, 10 to 15 minutes before you look at it. 15 to minutes sometimes as well. Yeah, before, no. Uh, Before you look at it um, to make sure that it's like, fully loaded and ready to be analyzed so matt's test back in august when we had it uh had to go to a (laughs) wedding by the way i was standing up i still feel really bad about that we could have made that a super spreader event and good on us we didn't do that low-key that's the reason why i had those at-home tests anyway so matt matt does the test you know and uh puts the little thing in and uh i don't know maybe like a minute and a half goes by. Not even. It's like 30 seconds. It's like I put it I put it on the thing. <laughs> boom. Two lines. Second line is right there. Bright red. And Matt goes, wait, no, no, no. 
you're supposed to give it 15 <laughs> minutes to look at it. <laughs> well, like it's going to change. What's what's really funny is I was talking to my two friends uh, who are also in the wedding party, um, you know, talking about you know, if I got COVID from my work, which, you know, I work in a germ factory, um, you know, wouldn't have to worry about taking care of the producer, could just hang out in the basement, play video games for like a week or like 10 days because that was the old yeah that was quarantine. that was back was, in the day and then i took the test and i sent a picture and they legitimately like reverse google image, reverse image yeah. searched my picture to see if i was just saying oh sorry i can't go i just want to hang out and play skyrim which would have been a great use of time but no it happened anyway so um, they were also not following proper guidelines because people who were doing the self-administered tests weren't even being given directions, which is great. Uh, so in Illinois, we have an attorney general named Kwame Raul, and he starts talking out about the CCC, I don't know, like maybe over the last couple of weeks, last week or so. I don't, um, I don't know. I don't listen to the news you're my news source you filter everything and tell me only the nice things yeah exactly um and when i start listening to the news on the the google hub and it starts giving bad news i'm like google next (laughs) google (laughs) Google, stop dad's listening (laughs) um so the uh illinois attorney general starts talking about the ccc because the better business bureau which is a scam in itself the bbb is (laughs) anti-ccc scam in itself Topic for a different day. Uh, starts discussing investigations that they're making into the CCC because of complaints. The BBB said the CCC didn't pay them enough money to get an A+. Yes. So uh, the Illinois Attorney General starts saying that a lot of pop-up sites are not licensed or regulated by any government agencies. Um, he says, quote, we're concerned about sites that may never actually do the testing, sites that may utilize your private information to seek reimbursement again and again. If you look at certain sites and people aren't even observing uh, safety protocols at the site, that should be a signal to you right there. If they're making, or if they're asking for too much information, that might be a signal that they're going to utilize that information for something else, which also kind of cracks me up because I read a lot of stories of people who are like, I don't think I had COVID going in to get the test, but I'm pretty sure I walked out with COVID after because it was just a madhouse. And uh, anyway, so um, Steve Baron Bernas. Uh, Bannon. No. <laughs> Steve Bannon. God, what a demotion that would be. Um, Steve Bernas, who's with the Better Business Bureau, says... Uh, that they're not at all responding to complaints. The majority of complaints allege that there's no response after taking the test. Um, In some cases, people even pay to expedite the services and they still don't even get an expedited response. You can't even give a fake no within like a couple hours. Like, come on, Jesus. Um, And people also complain that there's just inconclusive results. And the FTC actually just issued a warning a couple of days ago that says these fake sites can be hard to spot. They look real with legitimate looking signs, tents, hazmat suits, and realistic looking tests. And the damage these fake testing sites can cause is very real. You know, if they're wearing hazmat suits at this point in time, I know they're not legit. <laughs> God. I mean, you're not wrong. Um so, uh, 
What? Do you remember that time we took the COVID tests at that one walk-up place and the lady had like a 12-foot pole oh, and would like hand the, the tests to thing. us? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that, uh, that was great. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, so he also goes on to say, we've heard reports of these sites claiming to have free tests, but then you're later billed and sometimes never received the test that was promised. Fake sites are taking people's personal information, including social security numbers, credit card information, and other health information, which can be used for identity theft or to run up your credit card bill. (laughs) I took a test and then, uh, it came back negative. And then I also realized that i had like ten thousand dollars on my credit card and also somebody just used my credit card for a tv at best buy and only fans account <laughs> um aside from concerns around identity theft and stolen credit card numbers why else would people be trying to do this um it sounds like some people are doing this solely to be reimbursed by the government for tests administered for the uninsured yeah well i mean as long as they're not taking from the uninsured but they're also not giving them like legit tests back, so that's pretty bad too. You know, they're just kind of assholes they're all just, around. Yeah, okay. So uh, going back to the CCC from earlier, uh, insurance statements that were reviewed by Block Club showed that the lab had, in multiple instances, billed insurance companies $325 for a PCR test, $50 for a rapid test, $50 for collecting a person's sample, and $80 for a, quote, supplemental fee. What? I don't know what the supplemental fee is. So, in turn, the testing sites are paid for providing samples to the lab to be processed. Um, That's according to somebody who used to be associated with the CCC. And uh, customers have even reported being told not to put down their insurance information, even if they have insurance, uh, because in those cases the government just ends up paying for those tests all right so you're probably listening to this and going what should we do uh you know you've got some options uh if you're insured you're now able to start getting reimbursements from your insurance company for at-home tests uh you just got to save those receipts i think they're allowing fuck i don't even i'm not even gonna quote the number because i've read way too many um different things and I don't want to tell you guys the wrong thing but it's either like four tests a person per month or like eight tests a person per month or some shit I don't know uh but look it up you can get reimbursed by your insurance company if you have insurance that's if you can even find an at-home test that's the tricky part so uh the government is also apparently allowing people to order at-home tests through them starting this week um I'm going to be honest, though. Just like, okay, when you can order these tests, I think the ordering starts January 19th. Um, Then you have to give like 7 to 12 days or something for shipping. By the time we even get these fucking tests, we're all going to have COVID anyways. Oh, I was going to say that you're already like over your COVID. Well, that too. Yeah, that too. I think these tests are meant more... Uh, to have like on hand in the event that you're feeling sick and not um, that I'm already feeling sick and need to get tested ASAP. So uh, if you're trying to get a rapid or a PCR from somewhere, you could try to get a test from like a more reputable company like CVS or Walgreens or an urgent care. Uh, I was trying to look at 
PCR appointments near us, um, there was nothing available for a week and a half. So, uh, you know, that leads me to my next point. If you can't get any of the above and you're feeling sick, just assume that you got COVID and hope for the best. <laughs> right. And then you you have no proof and have to go to work anyways. Yep. And that's just the American way. God, yep. God bless America. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's all that I have for fake COVID testing sites today. This was a way longer episode than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think part of it was because half of it was just us bullshitting um and do you have any final words for the people um yeah we also have just opened up our own testing site (laughs) um if you just get a cotton swab and just swab your nose for like 15 seconds uh take a picture of it with your phone and send us the picture of the swab covered in bugs uh-huh. and we'll let you know if you have covid and and we'll send you some boost and confuse stickers for free boom yeah we gotta get with this box <laughs> out of here i'm so tired of this stupid box with the hot oh, sauce that came God. with it so randomly you know what i will say i think in previous episodes uh so our stickers came from sticker mule we don't use them anymore we don't, we don't use talk. sticker we don't mule talk anymore. to them anymore we don't, we don't talk to them anymore Fuck that company. If anyone has uh, other recommendations for where we should order our sticker restock from, let me know. You've got plenty of time. They're not going anywhere. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I hope everybody stays somewhat safe and healthy and, uh, you know, may may your COVID positive experience be fast. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I just finished my beer, which is great timing. Um, I think drinking a whole beer is a symptom of having COVID, so I'm going to go swap my nose. Yep. And we'll, and we'll see you next week. I'm out. For All the right. 69th episode. God. Nice. All right. Bye. Nice. <laughs>